0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting episode of Dragon Ball Z. More like I'll tell you what, what? <laughs> we got. Your boy Day Notice, aka Jolly John, aka the
1: Jolly Green Giant,
0: <laughs> and we got a uh, K Pizzle. KP, aka
1: Magic Carpet Ride.
0: <laughs> he comes up with a new one every week, y'all. Um, gotta keep it fresh. Gotta be fresh. fresh. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be, gotta fresh. be fresh. Subway, right <laughs> in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Subway, eat fresh. Eat fresh. So, uh, we've got a few things on the docket today, old K Pizzle.
1: That's right. Um, hey, we're coming to a close in February. You got to keep it uh, closing arguments, yeah, if you will.
0: Yeah, yeah, closing arguments. Uh, today, we've, we're we going to talk about uh, a little bit of college basketball, Zion Williams, some um, things happened last week with him. Yep, yep. We've yep, got yep, uh, yep. Syracuse coach Jim Boheme. On the platter today, right? I think I pronounced his name. Bayheim. Right? Bo-ha- Bayheim. Bayheim,
1: yeah. Think of it like there's my Bay, and then it's kind of like, uh, you know, like the Thor, Asgard. Heim? <laughs> Elfheim?
0: <laughs> I guess I'd
1: be German. But, uh, you know.
0: <laughs> we got a. <laughs> Robert Kraft and his uh, illustrious incident that he had in in Jupiter.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're not talking about the cheesy
0: macaroni macaroni. either. No, (laughs) we are not. Or I guess it
1: could be considered cheesy. Uh,
0: We've got Chicken Nugget Tyson throwing the Fury swipes. Oh, yeah.
1: Shooting too. I want to hit that from both both angles if possible. Sure, sure. We
0: can. And... uh, our illustrious Lakers uh, they've been struggling. I called it last week. Three of
1: their last 14 or they're three and 11 in their last 14. Yes, it's they, a conversation that needs to be. <laughs> and,
0: um, yeah, we're gonna get to that. There's a lot I want to talk about on that. And then old uh, Harper of the Bryce variety. Oh, uh, yeah. He's on the docket today. Okay. We got a little news on him. And then we're going to round it Big out. Big Bryce. Big Bryce. Hey, Bryce. You doing okay over there, bud? Uh, yeah. I didn't get any orange light. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little. <laughs> we're going to round that out with Overwatch today. But before we jump into that, you know, tell me about your week. I know you had your birthday on Monday. So uh, do anything special. I'm a man. I'm yeah. 30. <laughs> Don't talk to them. I'm a man. All okay. right. <laughs>
1: that was uh for y'all that missed that one. That was Mike Gundy a few years back. Old uh, the mullet himself, the coach of the Oklahoma State Cowboys Woo! college football team, the Pokes. So uh, yeah, he it was funny. A writer wrote something about <laughs> his uh, one of his players, his quarterback, <laughs> and he was like in the press conference, like, "How could you say that about my players? Right about me." Not I'm a man. man! Yeah, I'm a I'm man!
0: I'm 40.
1: <laughs> so, always gotta throw it back to that. But yeah, it was cool. We uh, went to the cabin, Krista and I, the wife. Yeah, okay. We rented a cabin up north in the Blue
0: Ridge Mountains. Of the Blue Ridge and variety.
1: Yeah, that's right. We had some uh, mountain oysters. Nuts, which are uh, bulls. You know what?
0: Oh, okay. We did not
1: have that, though. I don't know why I mentioned it. <laughs> no, I want to take like it that? back immediately. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. Uh why.
1: So, yeah, it was cool. We always like to go up there, though, just to kind of get away from the hustle and bustle of the city of Atlanta. You get a chance to sit back, relax, take a deep breath.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Breathe in that mountain. Ugh.
1: It's fresh. It's fresh. I will say, though, the beds, though, dude... You will miss your home bed when you go to a place like that because, first of all, we sleep in a king-size yeah. uh, bed, okay? okay. a A Serda yeah. iComfort series. Yes. Shout out to Mattress Firm. You yeah. know, iComfort. Comfort. <laughs> I comfort. Yeah. So, it's a uh, memory Bad. foam for those of y'all that do not know. Anyways, it's a king-size, so it's a big deal because... You got a lot of room for mm. couples to move around. six have...
0: by 60 inches, y'all.
1: Yeah. Just,
0: just so you know that. Yeah. Get him with a fax. Fax. Hashtag <man>. fax. <laughs>
1: so going to the queen size, you know,
0: uh, <laughs>
1: was not ideal. Um, for cover purposes, you lose out a lot of cover space. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, you uh, there were some storms the first night, and we're uh, sleeping right next to... The aluminum drain pipe, which is right outside the window, so ding ding And then once the rain kind of subsided, you still have a light drip that comes down, so it's like every three or four seconds you hear a ding
0: ding ding.
1: Yeah, dude. You can't like
0: adapt it.
1: So I ended up sleeping in the other room with our dogs, which we bring, so we got like they they we keep them separate, and then. Uh, Krista's dog Hendrix Snores super bad So just uh...
0: <laughs> So
1: I would fall asleep and, and then an hour or something later I would wake up and just be like Super alarmed because he's <laughs> snoring right. So yeah we had to figure that
0: Chainsaw. out Chainsaw yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: oh and then another f- funny story got overcharged in the s- in the little mini mountain town of Blue Ridge. Yeah.
0: Yeah, did you uh holler uh, at them about that?
1: Yeah, yeah I had there. to file my first ever uh credit card uh what's it called? Dispute. Whoa. Yeah, I had to call it okay. capital U. Okay. And okay. uh they they helped take care of it. But yeah, yeah, they tried to charge me hundred and twenty eight dollars. For what? Uh for some beers. Uh absolutely not. That I didn't even drink.
0: That's gonna be a no for me, dog.
1: Exactly.
0: Okay. I had a pretzel. That's about it. Okay. So uh yeah, yeah. Overall pretty good uh pretty good weekend. <laughs> uh,
1: I, pretty good weekend. Good weekend. I like it, I like it. What uh, about you, sir? How did your, your uh, past week go?
0: It it was good. Uh
1: don't sugarcoat
0: it. No, it was good. It was good. Uh, I was off on Saturday. Played a little Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, then on Sunday, uh, just went home and watched the Overwatch League yeah. after work. Sorry to like give you guys a little drought there. I was like, well, what did I do on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> Deputy <Definitely> Dough. <don't. No. laughs> and then on uh, Monday, it was a real chill day, relaxing. And then... Tuesday, it was, it was good. It was like a nice rebound, like, up-tempo. So the rain has been kind of bad here, just like you talked about.
1: Not the Atlanta rain.
0: No, no, no. We're going to get there. On that. <laughs> it, it's been, like, a little bit of a ride. Um, so mm-hmm. my room is similar to your situation. I have the drain pipe right next to mine, and it's actually right next to my bed. So when it rains, like, I can't sleep.
1: Yes, literally, I can't. I had
0: never had that
1: experience, dude. It is is extreme.
0: (laughs) Like, I literally have to like put on white noise, something to like. That's what Krista did mm -hmm, to like neutralize it, dude, and it's. It's hard for me. Like, I already naturally sleep with the TV on, but I have to put it on for, like, 30 minutes. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, something mindless that I don't mind listening to, trying to fall asleep to, it's usually, like, AM radio stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you're like... <laughs> so oh! boring. So boring. <laughs> <Yes>. Cards killed <laughs> itself. <So> committed suicide. <laughs> God! Pineapple yeah. Express right there, y'all. Pineapple
1: <laughs> Express. Um, Franco's best movie
0: ever. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, that's like a definite problem every time it rains for me. And like, we have like squirrels or something that likes to like rummage in there. You know, so it like hits. <laughs> it. Got any nuts in here? What's going on? Yeah. What is this? It hits it and it makes like a weird creaking noise. It's like, you know what I mean? Uh, like, so it, and that's like every 20 seconds. So, like, right as you're like getting to like relaxing mode, uh, boom comes the hitting like You're like, ah the rain oh, dynamite no. <laughs> uh, could not handle it could not handle it um but that's a that's about it from me i didn't have anything like too exciting uh you know on my docket this is a pretty late today's cool week but we got a big week coming up though i will say that i've What's got it's coming up next week yeah i've got alex's celebration on saturday or sunday with What's you What's he doing we, we were going to play foot golf, but oh. yeah, soccer golf. Ooh, but...
1: spoiler alert. I actually won't be there this Sunday. Oh? Because I'll be in Utah Whoa. in the Lake... Filled with assault in the city.
0: Whoa. Yeah, how did yep, you yep. get out there? Bobo
1: Pedic, uh, he got a new job out there and he wants to uh, snowboard for a couple days. Okay. So, you know, he you got your boy a flight out yeah. there okay. and I'm going to be like,
0: skid bab fresh powder. <laughs> okay, okay. I Butter
1: knifing it up. So, well, that's but yeah, cool. but y'all have fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't know uh, Bobo Pedic got a new job. Uh, congratulations, to him. yeah. It For all,
1: those that don't know, Bobo Pedic would be my uh, my father, one of my two. You know, I <laughs> like to keep him close,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and uh, yeah, but he's he's awesome, awesome guy.
0: Yeah, I, love just, I love him so much. So, is he working still remote? If you don't mind me asking that, too,
1: uh, that's where their headquarters is in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, but he, yes, he works. From here as well, I believe they have a branch in Atlanta, smaller. It's still kind of like a newer company, okay. Uh, but they have a lot of um, potential. They've been hiring from some of the best other competitors in that market, uh, software sales, very specific to the industry. But uh, so they got a good squad going. But okay. uh, but yeah, Dad is like. Supposedly, one of the the yeah,
0: he's one of the top lieutenants. I like that. So yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: so I mean, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. We got we got things cooking right now for that, but um, I just I just want to kind of move in and talk some sports with you because I know it's been a minute. And coming up next segment. Let's get into this Zion Williamson knee injury, because I think it's important. It's important to know. Yeah, it is. What happened? What kind of shoes was he wearing? Does it matter? And I think that's just what we're going to tell you what about.
0: Welcome, welcome. Back. I think I left the water on. Oh, geez. <laughs> not again. Not again. <laughs> no, I, sorry. I was like waiting for the uh, build up there on that beat. But yeah.
1: no, that was that just uh, that's the plumber beat right there. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> I'm fixing the pipes. <laughs> Super Mario for you. Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. Um, so so let, let's jump right into it, Kyle.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um,. Zion Williams, Duke Basketball. They've been producing a lot of superstars lately. Right on, right on, right on. You know, uh, one of your favorite players actually came from there. Riri? Yeah. So, uh, Coach K is obviously... Kyrie Irving. Coach K does his thing. Coach K's court. um, You know, he's got a stud on his team right now. Okay. Zion Williams. William Williamson. Okay. Yes. Williamson. Sorry. Um he's been playing very well throughout the season, just cranking it. Definitely probably will be the number 1 pick. Right. Through um
1: the NBA the draft. NBA draft.
0: Yeah. Sorry. How <laughs> why I like positive like this today. He yeah.
1: is the player <laughs> on the
0: team. Can you? <laughs> uh in Duke. <laughs> at Duke. Uh, uh, yes, yes. North yes. Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so he had a situation. He was playing against UNC last week. That's okay. a really big game. Battle for Tobacco Road. I'm a big fan of UNC, so I take that to heart. The heels. My, the heels, yeah. My sister's actually a Duke fan. So we have sibling a, and uh, sports rivalry, rivalry there. It, it digs in. Deep mm-hmm. for our family on that. Um, so it's, it's kind of crazy that that happened. He gets the ball in the first thirty seconds; they get possession, and he had a shoe blowout, a wardrobe and,
1: malfunction,
0: a if wardrobe, you will. yeah, yeah, a wardrobe malfunction, which led to him spraining his knee. Good. Uh, okay. Now, before we move forward, President Morocco Former President Barack Obama, uh, Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Barack Obama, Barack Obama! <laughs> was in the building, and uh, he was like, "His shoe blew up," and then, <laughs> like literally said that, <laughs> Court sign. Everybody's like, "Ah, uh, cr- cr- yeah, crickets." <laughs> literally, like the air was zapped out of there, or rather, vacuum. Yeah, <laughs> <Symmetrid> out. Yeah, <laughs> out of there, man. Jeez, like shut them down, Duke the rest of the game news flash for you sorry they lost that game but they couldn't recover i think everybody was just in shock like what What do we do
1: yeah uh,
0: oh my gosh
1: you know because he's he's a, a huge part of their team mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken i've only yes, watched bits is. and pieces of <clears throat> their games this season but uh he he's kind of their emotional leader as well as uh, a, a very skilled player on their yeah. team he's About six eight, I think, Mm -hmm. almost three hundred pounds. So he's a big, big player. And but even for his size, he's extremely athletic. Uh, In his, he was in the dunk contest when he was a high schooler last Mm -hmm. year, and was one that he's he's dunking, jumping off the feet, (laughs) off the ground like you know five feet in the air. So for a man of his girth and weight, it's uh, there's a lot of inertia a lot of inertia, yeah, in into like his movements. So which
0: brings us to the shoe.
1: Yeah. So it was a uh it was I believe it was on a rebound. He gets a rebound. Zion Williamson gets a rebound from a North Carolina miss, and he is trying to take off as in
0: not even a big move. Like right. he's, a he's, quick jab. He's flat-footed,
1: so he's getting his momentum to start running forward. And so he shifts his weight to you know his right foot or whatever, whichever shoe he blew out, and used that foot to push off with like all his might. And his shoe gave way. So his foot and sock shot through the front slash side of that shoe. Mm-hmm. And... When you're putting that much weight into something and it gives way your muscles don't aren't used to any reaction like that So you don't have any muscle memory for it. So his knee kept going and his foot didn't go at the same rate So it sprained it. It didn't tear anything they found out later But uh, it was definitely he went down and it looked like he had torn his ACL or some other knee ligament at that moment So there was you know, definitely a hush that fell over the crowd.
0: Yeah, and so that brings me to the shoe argument here. He was wearing some PGs, Paul George. Uh, they're a lightweight shoe. Lightweight.
1: and Which, in the previous days of basketball, that was unheard of. You didn't have a lightweight shoes because you wanted to have something more substantial exactly. to hold your foot in there. But players nowadays like to Prefer be... Prefer. They like light, it lighter yeah. because they think it makes them faster. They can jump higher. All this stuff. But what they're not realizing is those little tweaks... Yeah, the little benefits you're getting by having less density in the shoe by being just a slight bit quicker, which I debate heavily that that's actually the case. Mm -hmm. I find I move a lot better when I know I have that security. In your shoe, yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like when you're um, handling something outside, you're working in your yard and you have the work gloves on. Yeah. You're always putting more effort in because you don't have to worry about, like, feeling every little prick of the leaves or whatever. So Mm -hmm. when I have those shoes on, I'm just like... Going Go all out, yeah. yeah, because you're not feeling as much in the shoe be- and you have more control, uh, more control. So, uh, I digest, I digest <laughs> my, my point. There,
0: <laughs> my thing is, he should be and wearing it, tastes good. <laughs> my my point is that he should be wearing a heavier shoe like Lebron's, okay, instead of Jordans, his, his Nikes, yeah, because yeah, they're actually built for a heavier individual, high tops, yeah, and class. it supports his weight. Now, there's another player who had that happen to him at IU versus the Badgers. That was this week. Indiana? Yeah. Okay. Um, I can't remember the player's name, so beg Justin my pardon Justin Smith? On Justin Smith. Yeah, I believe. Justin spelled with a Y instead of an I. <laughs> Justine! Justine! <laughs> so, a similar situation happened. Now, my thing is, you guys got to understand that, like he said, if y'all actually wore proper shoes, you know, for your... Body type, this probably wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna just give you another story before we like to tie this all in for you guys. I ran track, okay, track and field in high school. It was actually very, very good. Uh, not like uh, super, super good, but very good. Here, uh, let me uh,
1: get that horn in better position for you to toot it.
0: <laughs>
1: I was very good.
0: And <laughs> Let me just tell you, when I was running, like, I I run flat-footed as okay. opposed to a sprinter who's supposed to run on their toes, okay? Mm-hmm. So I wore a mid-distance spike, okay? So that okay. gave me more support because, like I said, I ran flat-footed. I would run rounded like this. I, you can't see it, guys, but, like, your foot... So the I go, heel would touch toe. first, yeah. and then you would transition onto your toe. Correct. That's a slower running speed for a sprinter but that's just how i've always been I, you can't fix that habit i would still run like like a 10 you know what i'm saying like and 10, 100 9, yard dash. And a 100 yard dash so that means i'm very quick you know what i mean so i was in a race and i did the same thing i ripped through my shoe mm. so that just shows you and technically i wasn't wearing the proper shoe and this is my point is if you're wearing the proper shoe in the right situation, it's designed to assist you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fit
1: probably wasn't good either.
0: No, actually it was a perfect fit. It just, literally the guy, like, I got a free shoe out of it from Nike, actually. Believe it or not. Because nice. That's not something that ever happens. Like, I blew the toe out Yeah, of of the shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wanted to share that with you guys as a situation. Yeah,
1: it's not the only time that it's ever happened. And it won't be the last. Uh, shoes are... Still, apparel—they're pieces of cloth, plastic, uh, you know, padding, all that sewed together. It's not a. And the shoe did
0: not fail. I have to say that too for him. On Zion, the shoe didn't fail. It was, or it did, but the padding wasn't the part that failed. You know what I mean? Like it was stitching. It was just the stitching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it happens to everybody. I just feel like it's more embarrassing, honestly, for the athlete than. Company, you know what I mean, like the. In, yeah, in my I,
1: opinion. To, I, to me, it was like a non-issue. It was basically just uh, Twitter trolls that were trying to get some some uh, some laughs, some uh, tread on their story.
0: <laughs> See what you did there, yeah, tread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but yeah, uh, that was a pretty that was a pretty interesting story though. I'm glad yeah. we could kind of rehash it, bring it back up because uh, you know, as they say in the Matrix, we must protect Zion.
0: We must protect it.
1: It will fall in three days if we do not.
0: (laughs) If y'all have not seen
1: The Matrix, y'all got to definitely check that out because it is clutch. Definitely. Um, But coming up, coming up in our next segment, I want to definitely get into uh, some of this Jim Behind talk because... Before you
0: transition out real quick, do you think he's going to play real quick? Zion? Yeah. When? Like... The rest of the season for college basketball. Oh
1: yeah, he'll play in the tournament, no doubt. I think that from the way they're talking about his injury, I think he'll be he'll be fine. So we'll be good. What you think that as well, or?
0: Yeah, I would. I I would assume so as well.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. So there you go. You heard it here heard first. first. Yes, you did. So uh, coming back on the other side of the break, we want to talk a little Jim Beheim. It's gonna get a little heavy, but uh, but I think you guys can handle it. You're a mature audience, okay? So we about to tell you what. reminds me of like a donkey kong like right? n64 beat yeah, something <laughs> <what to laughs> <say. laughs> you're
0: like uh what <laughs> but well, it, welcome, welcome welcome back to welcome i'll back. tell you I'll what i'll tell you what um we've got a uh, uh, interesting situation here unfolding right before our very eyes yeah uh I'm, I'm gonna butcher his name so i'm gonna let you do it jim bayheim mm-hmm. Beheim. Bo- yeah, dude, that's a uh, Thor's
1: brother. You know, uh, okay. he just has no special powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coach. He's like, basketball. I want to coach basketball. They're like, uh, command the power oh, of uh,
0: thunder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> More like the. You're orange. an idiot, Jim. <laughs>
0: More like commander of the, uh, of the orange, bro.
1: Yeah, there you go. Orange, the orange, get... orange. 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 Larangelo
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. do citrus for uh, you right there a little citrus. citrusy yeah um, but
1: there was a there was an incident that happened um, earlier it was actually at the end of last week okay um, with the Syracuse orange head coach Jim Beheim mm-hmm. for their men's basketball team yeah they uh they had played louisville another good basketball team uh, i believe it was last thursday and they beat them so it was a good game for them Ooh. Yep, yep, yep. Took down those cardinals. Uh-oh.
0: Birds of burned. prey. Just hey, they
1: had it coming. You know, Papa John, t- he just took them down. Oh,
0: he did? <laughs> he did. Oh, he did. <laughs> oh, he did.
1: <laughs> so, uh, anyway, they beat Louisville. Um, Jim Bayham mm. goes out with his uh, wife wife and some friends that live in the area to dinner afterwards. So they have a, kind of a late dinner.
0: <laughs> Victory Screams! <Woo!
1: laughs> and so, they enjoy that Um, he doesn't have any drinks he's kind of like given up drinking a little bit so um, anyway him and one of the friends that he was there with uh, go ahead and take their car and get on the highway and go home Mm -hmm. and so on the drive they see a vehicle kind of stalled out in the middle of the road so Jim decides you know I gotta go around this car whatever it looks kind of harmless so he's like I'm not gonna stop or anything, I'm just going to go around it, and it's in the middle of the night, it's not a well-lit road Road. at all, so unbeknownst to him, there's a man walking around the car that's stalled out in the middle of the road, and Jim Beheim strikes and kills this man with his His own car, car. yeah, and immediately stops, you know, doesn't run away, but uh, he did not know that person was there, and...
0: um, By the way, the reason that that car had stalled out was because of black ice. Black guys, <laughs> black, <laughs> black ice. I had to lighten <laughs> it a little bit. I They're like, "Hey, stopped that car!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: Oh my god! I'm done. I'm done with you today, bro.
1: So, uh, anyway, uh, you know, back to the somber moment there because it was really unfortunate. Um... Did not know that man was there. Hit him. Um, so Jim had to call the police. They came. He had to kind of confirm he hadn't been drinking. There was no malicious acts involved. Yeah. And it's still under investigation. So we don't know all the facts. Mm-hmm. But what we do know is that you know he has to be ready to respond for questioning, basically whenever they call. Yeah. And that he was so. Uh, traumatized by the experience that he did not coach the next game that the Syracuse Duke, Orange had
0: coincidentally yeah they had a big it,
1: yeah. game against Duke exactly without Zion either so that mm-hmm. was kind of a tie in from a previous segment but it was just very interesting to me as a uh, a watcher
0: and a understander and a it's crazy cuz both of them coach K and him work together on Team USA. Or mm-hmm. formally, I don't know if they're still... Yeah, Coach K, or. I
1: think, has coached his last Team USA, but I believe Jim Beheim is still on, on that staff. Roster, yeah. yeah, so Team USA Basketball, they uh, they have a few NBA coaches and a few college coaches that coach the best That's basketball the best. players around the United States of America. So uh, they definitely have that connection. But, um, but back to Jim, I just yeah. thought it was interesting... Uh, to see how that works out, because I've heard of one other instant, instant instance comes to mind, Rather,
0: uh, Get out there, boy. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh,
1: where it was a few years back, probably 10, 10 plus years ago, um, a wide receiver by the name of Dante Stallworth, you may remember him, he played for the Eagles, yeah. Cleveland Browns. Um, he actually was driving home late one night, early one morning rather. Mm -hmm. And he was under the influence and he struck and killed a, a man that was riding a bike. And I believe it was in Miami at the time. Oh my gosh. And so he actually got two, I think he actually got three years of jail time for involuntary manslaughter with like intoxication on top of it or something. Yeah. Um, and he came back and was a totally different person like i saw an interview with him and he just seemed so much better as far as his world view he he understood things he understood the value of life he understood mm-hmm. that it's not all about partying it's not all about you know Money. getting it in you know mm-hmm. getting doing things for yourself it's your life can be over instantly, and the things that matter yeah. the most are the people that you love in your life mm-hmm. and the relationships that you have. Well said. And items, uh, things of that nature can't really compare to those things. And he, he kind of assumed that that mindset after that happened. So I'm as, I'm interested to see how it affects Jim, as he wasn't drinking. Uh, Jim Beheim and. He was a sober person, but still struck and killed this person. So in his mind is he thinking maybe and by the way, all this is just alleged. We yeah. don't have any real facts. facts yet. Um yeah. so um but it's just interesting to see if he'll kinda of take that same route. And granted, he is much older and has gone through his own trials in his life. Um I won't bore you with those details, but just suffice it to know that he's had you know trials that he's had to go through as well um so he may have kind of a lighter version of that uh trans, transform is that metamorphosis into a better person transformer
0: Tra- Transformacist. <laughs> more than meets the eye i'm jim <laughs> i
1: am optimus prime <laughs>
0: no so, and, and, what do
1: you, you are you kinda i mean imagine that happened to you what are you thinking
0: so can you even imagine it i I will try and take a gander in this <laughs> uh, no, so allegedly from what I've done my research on, they said that the case is gonna be like kind of closed um relative- you know what I mean like they're not so they don't need a lot more investigation infer- yeah he's answered he's been very cooperative at this point, and so Just being an individual who's been hit by a car before, uh... it. You've been hit by a car? I have been hit by a car, actually. How hard did you get hit? I wasn't wearing a helmet. I was on a bike. Did you die? I didn't. Clearly, I (laughs) didn't. Did you die? Did you die? Am I here right now? Did you respawn? I I (laughs) respawned. Um, but I didn't, you know, uh die guys (laughs) on the sorry it's really not not funny it's not (laughs) funny we're kind of like
1: laugh so you don't cry kind of people yeah
0: (laughs) so I know that it's very troubling Um, being the victim I was shaken up you know it took a lot for me to actually get back on a bicycle because I was on a bicycle Mm -hmm. um, when that happened and luckily where I was hit I actually was right in front of a, a fire department so they were like (laughs) they <laughs> literally right. I just got hit. I, yeah, and so, you know, on the flip side of that, the woman who did hit me said it was very traumatic. She had her daughter in the car. I'm and sure, dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, did you I get knocked out. Oh yeah, I, I was completely knocked out, dude. So like, it was kind of crazy. I was with my friend Zach Mount. Um, I actually, know Zach. Mal. Yeah, yeah, and so. He's I, so kind of... Yeah, he's, he's still a good friend. and I love old Zachy. Um, when genius. that happened, I got knocked out, and I got up, and I was like, what just happened? And my friend was like, dude, Zach was like, you need to lay back down, dude. You just got hit by a car. <laughs> like, everybody is freaking out right now. It is a miracle that you're here. And I... Was that that in high school? That was in high school, yeah. I remember because you were
1: like out for a little bit. I was, yeah.
0: (laughs) John got hit by the gun. I was
1: like, oh, that's cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) I knew you'd be okay. (laughs) Uh, But that happened to me, guys. And, And just being in a situation like that, like you said, you don't take things for granted. And so... I guess that helped my outlook on life and I can only imagine for Jim that he's going to do something similar as far as the fact that, you know, you have a lot on your shoulder. Uh, you're going through a lot, just whether it be with your college job that, you know, you got a lot of boys, or men rather, you're responsible for their well-beings development into what they want to be superstars in this league you know what i mean for oh yeah yeah from jim Behan's perspective yeah yeah this is him so like he's got that along with his extracurriculars with his wife balancing that i don't know if he has kids but Mm. that that probably shakes a very very well-rounded man up you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah I, well, I could, that probably you, went to his core. It, yeah. it did.
1: Mm-hmm. So I don't think... Because it's more than just about you. Like, when you hit somebody else like that, I mean, it's the same as... I mean, it is killing somebody. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not, I've never killed anybody. I've never killed I, anyone. I know, either. like, soldiers that have been in, in war like that, and they have killed people, and it, like, in any account you ever hear of that, that always affects somebody very deeply because mm-hmm. it's not a natural act to take another life. So... You feel it deeply, so I know what you're saying.
0: Mental uh, calibration as far as reset for this uh, will probably be, like, physically, he's okay. Mentally, guys, he'll probably take a year, maybe even more. Yeah. Back to, like, mentally, back to where he is. Where he can think
1: about things without that, like, weighing uh, every second. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I feel you. Yep.
0: Yep, yep, but yep. That was a little heavy for you guys. Thanks for bearing with us on that.
1: Keeping it heavy, keeping it heavy. But uh, but coming up next, we'll we'll kind of we're kind of gonna lighten the mood. Uh, to me, it's kind of a funny subject, so I think it's just something that I want to talk about and maybe you know poke a little fun at. But it, there are serious aspects to it too. Um I don't know if a lot of you are familiar with the craft monster, but, uh, oh, that old, and cheese. Roberto, uh. the owner of the New England Patriots. So, uh, yeah, we'll get into it and we'll tell you what.
0: A slow intro today. Yeah, well, you know. We're back. <laughs> this is a slow subject because
1: sometimes, you know, you gotta go to the massage parlor, you know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, you get yeah. it beat out? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Relieve the
1: tension. If you
0: Which brings us <laughs> to Robert Kraft. <laughs> Roberto! Charged with a misdemeanor, <laughs> soliciting sex to a prostitute in Jupiter, Florida. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, but here's the thing, from what I've heard, and what I've read up on, is the man, this was a sting operation, guys. Yes. Like, I heard huge, that. huge thing. It wasn't like they just, like, followed him, okay? So what you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like It's not like, so it was like, let's follow Robert Kraft. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he just got some more dial soap at Target. Yeah, right? Like, it, it wasn't
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> he um so apparently uh, a health code v- violation happened in at one of these massage parlors and that's where it started so someone went to the police like a government worker went there that, allegedly this is what i've read up on okay went to the police the police started watching them and then that's when it got real interesting Because they followed the breadcrumbs. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So they started investigating the massage parlor itself. Yes. And basically, once people were going in and out, they noticed one very famous person. They are like, whoa, that's Robert Kraft.
0: Kraft. (laughs) And then the crazier part, too, is like, on the other side of this, guys, the ladies who were working at this massage parlor don't have a place to live. So this is why this is very controversial. They were living at that place, essentially. Right, so right. Because is human, tra- human trafficking. It's like sex labor. Yeah,
1: allegedly. allegedly I mean, I don't yes. know if that's, that's even been... Confirmed. Confirmed as exactly what it is. I mean, that takes it to a whole nother level, in my opinion, because there are a whole lot of uh, women of the night mm-hmm. that, you know enjoy what they do they that's to them that's the norm that's where their baseline is yeah um and i do think that i i don't necessarily support that um just with my upbringing i don't think that that's something that anybody should do i think it should always be a connection that's a natural something that builds over time and you can have that connection with somebody in that way but uh, you know, to get a little deeper. <laughs> I'm over here like,
0: hey, let's throw some ones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty much, right? But, uh, but yeah. So, these, but, but we don't really know what's going on with. We, we don't, guys. And we live in Atlanta, which is actually a huge uh, human trafficking hub oh, because yeah. of our airport, the largest in the world, most trafficked. You know, no pun intended.
0: But um, speaking on the airport. So, allegedly, Robert Kraft was seen on Friday and Saturday in January, right before the AFC playoff game where they went to the Chiefs. Now, that's where it gets interesting. In Atlanta? No, in Florida. That's why they got him on camera. Mm -hmm. That day was because he went in there two days, and then he was literally seen, like, his flight planet. They even have that tracked. It was from Florida. To Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing of how they said they have him there. On, I don't know if you saw that part. But this yeah. is what I've... Allegedly they have that part as well. Yeah.
1: No, to to like... track him. Mm-hmm. So, Well, to, I was just thinking while you were saying that. I wonder if there's not more to this story. There
0: probably is.
1: Because it seems like they have... Quite a bit of evidence mounting against this one man for just a misdemeanor charge. I was going to say that, um, unless it's the media that's blowing it out, and there's probably you know three lines in a police report about it, and whoever initially found the story was like,
0: <gasps> it could have Robert been
1: Robert Kraft, and they just Blew drew it. it out and made it seem like there was more to it. I I don't know, but. It does seem like a lot of coverage for something of this it nature. It wouldn't
0: be, I. So I, I agree and I disagree. I always feel like there's just like a lot of famous people who live in Florida, so it's not without you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Especially in that area, apparently Tiger Woods lives very close by to that location. <laughs> okay, and. Uh, what's it called? Does to President Trump okay. actually has like a house very close to that within driving distance of that location? So it just seems, you know what I'm saying? And you have Robert Kraft there, it just seems as though it's an area where very high profile people are you know Uh what i mean yeah so it wouldn't be unnatural to see that person but i understand where you're coming from i don't want to go there guys i just want to play devil's advocate play the other side of the coin you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i i'm inclined i'm i'm 50 50 you know what i mean i hate to say that but yeah sitting on a fence (laughs) sitting on a fence (laughs) (laughs) yeah banging on a trash can Drumming on a street light.
1: (laughs) Shout out to Doug. (laughs) Poor
0: chap. (laughs) Poor chap.
1: But but what is interesting as far as the overlying sports interest on this story is what will the NFL do, if anything, right? Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, Mm. has the power to discipline the owners, even though technically the owners are his boss, but it's in the bylaws that he is in charge of keeping them right. in check. and the whip, right. it, It's his job to protect the shields, air quotes, which essentially, is protect the brand. If something is happening with the owners that would hurt the brand of the NFL, which technically this, this could is do... This is How does lose, that look? You could lose some female viewership <laughs> or even some male viewership. Yeah. Because they think that that's immoral and they think, why would I watch somebody who owns a team...
0: Especially the man who has... Over six championships, right, and and <laughs> has had and
1: had had and no pun intended, but it has had cheating uh, allocations and things that have been proven in the past. So it's not a great look, but uh, spin it ha-
0: how you want, guys. Spin it how you want, Patriots <laughs> fans. Sorry. But
1: but there has been a history of um disciplining the owners when they step out of line. So Jim Ursay, owner of the Indianapolis Colts, got pulled over with a lot of prescription drugs that weren't his a few years back. Um, This was right after they traded Peyton Manning. And uh, he was actually suspended for the first half of the season, wasn't allowed around the team. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And he he wasn't allowed to go to the games, and he owns the team and the stadium. So that power to discipline the owners is fully within Goodell's um, powers. Yeah. He's allowed to do that. He has the authority. So it's interesting, and that's what a lot of the talking heads, including your boys who tell you what, What? uh, (laughs) are interested to see. Because we want to find out if he is going to do that. If he's going to take down... Maybe the most prominent owner outside of Jerry Jones in the NFL. So That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But uh, coming up next, I want to uh, get into uh, my favorite segment of the show, Shooting 2. Two. We're going to talk about the Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder rematch that we just found out might not happen. So we'll go ahead and tell you what.
0: Another buildup I like. A little subtle on these. I like that.
1: Yeah, man. These are some real trappy instrumentals.
0: <laughs> More like Trancy. Trancy. <laughs> Woo! Trancy! Trancy! Hey, y'all. Uh,
1: well, uh, welcome back to I'll Tell You What. Uh, we're gonna be shooting two, two. here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, John, you wanna... Can you pass me that ball real quick? Yeah. Boom! Thank you, sir. All right, this looks like, uh... Chest Ch- pass. Ch- <laughs> So, I don't know how many boxing fans we have out there in the audience. And I'm not necessarily a huge boxing fan. Um, however, the two personalities that I'm about to talk about have really drawn me into the heavyweight division of the sport currently. Yeah. Um. So, if y'all haven't heard, Deontay Wilder is the current WBC heavyweight champ. Mm-hmm. Now, I say he's the WBC champ because there's actually four major governing bodies in boxing right now.
0: Oh, could you tell us if you know them?
1: Uh I know Cause... WBC and then the other three are all in Europe. So the okay. WBC is the American Got essentially con- okay. like governing body. Now, um the other three heavyweight world champion belts quote are owned by Anthony Joshua, mm-hmm. who is a British heavyweight fighter, uh African American African Britain.
0: Got him. Uh
1: fighter from from, uh Great Britain and
0: Great Britain.
1: So and the other person that we need to talk about is Tyson Fury. Now Tyson Fury was the undisputed champion of the world. Undisputed. Heavyweight champion. He had all the belts. Or, I'm sorry, no. He only had three of the belts.
0: That's still a lot.
1: Yeah, he had defeated Vladimir Klitschko, who had gone undefeated in his whole career for, like, 10 years the previous uh Round yeah of anyway.
0: Round of he, right. that's not an easy yeah. beat like he was calm. like
1: russian or eastern european and he <laughs> uh he was considered unbeatable for the longest time and tyson fury actually took him down okay and that was three years ago but tyson fury fell to alcoholism and um he gained a lot of weight and just really spiraled out of control it's deep depression lifestyle. so yeah. yeah and he didn't mm-hmm. fight anymore so after a year of or two of inactivity, you get stripped of your belts. But he was never actually defeated in the ring. So that title is called Lineal Champ. So in theory, right now, you have three heavyweight champions of the world. And that's why this is so intriguing because you have Deontay Wilder, undefeated. Tyson Fury, undefeated. Undefeated. Anthony Joshua, undefeated. So it's it's kind of a golden era, era right now, if you will. So back in December... Deontay Wilder from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Oh, I'm
0: seeing <laughs> the you right. American right
1: here. He uh, he fought uh, Tyson Fury mm-hmm. because Tyson Fury decided he was going to make a comeback. He changed his life around, got sober, um, lost a lot of weight, and so they had an epic clash in December in California, actually in Los Angeles, in Staples Center.
0: I'm going back to Cali. And
1: it was a 12 round fight. Oh okay. Wilder knocked Fury down um in the eighth round, I believe. Knocked Ooh. him down. And Fury got back up. Fury got back up. And and I just keep
0: thinking you're saying Nick Fury. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I Tyson keep Tyson. Like, Tyson. I keep but like,
1: Tyson Fury is actually the white guy living in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, Wilder yeah. is the Tuscaloosa dude. Yeah. Gotcha, so man. um but but anyway, so He knocked him down in the eighth. However, Tyson Fury was winning the rounds as far as points. Like, he was getting more punches in on Deontay Wilder. Because Deontay was going for the knockout punch all fight. And so, in the twelfth round, Deontay Wilder caught Fury with two punches at max strength. (laughs) Yeah, one to the face that started to fall. And then, as he's falling, he smacks him with the left. And it's, like, intense, you guys. He hits... Fury hits the ground. His head bounces off of the ground Woo! and he like stares at the ceiling with no color in his eyes. The referee is counting and normally the referee when something like this happens calls it immediately. Doesn't I don't do know the count. Why he didn't. And so he's doing the count and he got to 8 and Fury some he, he acts like a bolt of lightning. <laughs> Literally like jumps up and then just like he he doesn't have any recognition in his eyes but he gets up just as the ref counts 10 which is the last second that you have to get off the mat.
0: And
1: and everybody actually really credits that ref because most would have called it right there and he actually gave him the opportunity to get up and finish the fight. Um, But regardless that fight ended up being a draw. So when all 12 rounds finish and no one's been knocked out they go to a point Point system system, so they awarded each fighter equal amounts of points even though Deontay knocked him down twice one of which was like a nail in the coffin so it's somewhat uh, um, disheartening disheartening for him but also uh, what would you say uh, it wasn't everybody wasn't in agreement that that was the right the right the right calls because the boxing purists were actually saying tyson fury should have won the fight because he won the majority of the rounds as far as points but everybody else that saw the fight said well he just got knocked the f out pretty hard (laughs) so i don't see how you could give him the fight so regardless it created this big kerfuffle like we got to see round, we have to see the next fight they need to fight again soon so that fight was scheduled um and it wasn't officially scheduled, but it was projected to be in April. And both sides were supposedly in negotiations because in boxing it's not like a league where no. they make you do it. You have individuals that represent each other, so it's almost like lawyers representing their clients. Yeah, it is. and they can only fight when those lawyers Our come agreement. to an agreement. And so it could
0: have been the purse. It could be anything. It's small yeah. details that that you and I right. were typically just like they're
1: haggling over who's going to get more money out of yeah. the fight who's going to get mm-hmm. the opening song who, which mm-hmm. where you're going to fight there's all kinds of contentious points yeah and so they were both very optimistic that the fight was going to happen though that's what it looked like on the surface however this week Tyson Fury signed an exclusive deal with Top Rank which is an ESPN boxing um, company mm-hmm. promotion Uh, company and with that it basically threw this whole thing off. Out the window. Because now that he signed with a different company, they don't want him to fight Wilder because the only there there could be a 50-50 chance that he loses. And if he loses, he's no longer popular, therefore no longer worth owning him. So they have him, I think, for five fights. So they're saying you need to go fight somebody else just in case Like, you lose lose to Deontay and you're no longer worth anything to us.
0: So that was the shot one, right? Yeah, so that was
1: was one. So you have it from Tyson Fury's side. He's like, I'm going to sign this deal because for me it's lucrative. I'm going to get a lot of money out of this ESPN deal, millions of dollars, to go over there and be promoted by them and be managed by them. And so he says, I'm going to do it. Even though it's going to throw off my Deontay Wilder fight by maybe a year or more. So I understand that from his perspective, but it makes him look like a coward. Okay, because on this second shot, let me tell you from Deontay Wilder's point of view. Go ahead. So Deontay wants to fight Tyson more than anything. He feels he won the fight. He doesn't, he wants to get like going. He wants to just do the next fight so they can go and be done with it. Decide who's the real champ. And so he's ready to go. And he sees Tyson over here, Working out this secret deal while he's to his face saying, oh, no, we're in good faith negotiations. We are we want this fight to happen. He was actually buying time. They got the World Boxing Championships, the WBC, yeah. to give them double extensions on this fight, which they could have ordered out of a purse bid. A lot of litigation or just you know verbiage that basically just means they could have ordered the fight, but Tyson stalled long That's enough bull. to get his ESPN deal to go through. And it makes Deontay think – you're running away right now. You literally look like the biggest coward. I'm ready to fight you, and you need a warm up after you just got
0: knocked down.
1: Like, no, no, no. And the thing is, Deontay is three years older, so he's 33, and Tyson is 30. It won't work. So oh, he's man. trying to wait him out. He's trying to get wait till Deontay gets older, and Deontay's like, let's go. I mean, you basically just sewed it up right there. I'm the real champ. Like, you don't want to fight? So Sorry. be it. Yeah, I'm gonna go fight Anthony Joshua now and unify the belts.
0: Uh, Woo! <laughs> swish! And that's for two. And
1: that's the game. <laughs> so yeah, man, I'm I'm pretty into that. I, I like the uh, the old boxing every once in a while. It really helps helps us get going with some of our primal urges. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, coming up, I want to talk a little uh, Bryce Harper, okay. a little uh, Lakers see what's going on and uh we'll we'll go ahead and tell you what on the other side
0: little keyboard action there yeah. Woo! I like that fade. <laughs> I'll tell you what though. <laughs> Welcome back to I'll tell you what. Um, so we got a few subjects we're going to try and combine in here. Uh, we got Lakers and Bryce Harper on the docket real quick. Uh, nothing really major with the Lakers. I told you guys last week that I thought that they weren't going to make the playoffs and I'm correct. <laughs> uh, by saying that uh, they're now in 11th or 10th place they're, in the West. They're in a free fall. They've lost yeah. 11 of their last 14. Yeah, so that's not great and <laughs> at all. The sad part is that LeBron was blaming his teammates. He was like, well, you're playing for the wrong franchise if you can't take the pressure. Bro, that's not how you talk to people. People don't want to come to you if you talk to people like that, you know what I mean? Like think about it as far as management for yourself. Like you're supposed to be like the greatest person of all time. People want to be next to the greatest of all time. If you cannot project yourself in a very nice manner, as far as welcoming arms to other people, how does that reflect on you? You know what I'm saying? Not great to work with, Uh, not going to work with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is a place where it's all a buddy, buddy system, Mm -hmm. you know? And, I hate to say Lonzo's dad was like right, but I'm pretty sure he called it. LeVar, he called it, you know Wait, what I'm saying? Did he, say? he was like, Yeah, they're they're not gonna make it look you know what I'm saying? And I hate to prove him wrong because he's already on a pedestal. You know what I mean? So LeVar! <laughs> so LeVar's just like i this. I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> LAVAR, I'm stuck. <laughs> uh we'll see what happens in the off season as far as moves go. Uh, maybe that Anthony Davis trade will come up, something. We'll see what lands in their lap for free agency. I'm just calling it a wrap. I'm very happy for what happened with the Lakers this year, you know what I mean, as far mm-hmm. as just their effort, what I a saw. A little bit of a
1: return to at least the limelight, which yeah, was a yeah. good, good thing for them. Um, I, uh, I I feel like they could make the playoffs. Here's the thing. They need to get on a roll, and it's possible to do but, like you just said, with the way that LeBron has been acting, acting in the middle like of child. this, it's it's reeking to me of, I'm I'm going a little too hard on this because I'm scared. I'm not sure that I can do this. Because old LeBron would have been tight-lipped. He would have kept it in-house. Now he's
0: la, 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 yeah,
1: making statements to the media like... You know, responding to Stephen A. Smith, like,
0: (laughs) you're you're a superstar
1: player. You need to just let your play do the talking on that. And he's he's just not projecting great leadership at this moment. Um, And, you know, we could be wrong. He could be doing a lot in the locker room, but uh, don't I don't look know.
0: that way. But don't look <laughs> way.
1: So, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. I, they, I think they still have time, though. Um, you Think so? I think they do. I think they could do it. They I gotta re-
0: win at least six straight. I they think.
1: have decent
0: players. At least
1: I really think that they are seriously regretting the Zubok trade because. Oh yeah, yeah. I read an article on ESPN where they're like, the Lakers are pursuing trying to get a free agent big man. Um, that's sign sign one off the streets, bro. You had a good, good big one. man that you literally traded away for nothing. I Mascala. also
0: saw in an article real quick on that that it was a controversy between somebody, Luke Walton, and somebody else on the team, which is why they traded him to like alleviate tension.
1: Dude, that Some- tension must have been real bad, like Robert Kraft relieving tension. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm <pumped. laughs> And that's for three from Kyle. <laughs> for three! So
1: But yeah, I think, <laughs> it, it. let's just say, agree to disagree, I think it remains to be seen, but I, I think that they,
0: they're they losing... 60-40. How about okay. that? Okay. 60% I, I can that. not, 40% yes. Yeah, I can do that. So, so that's, that's close, but not too close.
1: But no cigar. Nah, no cigar. Well, let's let's move on to Bryce. Bryce! Mr. Harper, because it he seems like he, he, he's still looking for that contract.
0: Yeah! And
1: Machado has signed. A couple of the other free agents have signed since then because the floodgates have opened. And <laughs> spring training has started. All the baseball teams are doing their little preseason games, Grapefruit League. So they yeah. they're just playing in Florida right now for their preseason that doesn't count for anything. But Bryce Harper, the has the, yet. the the bell of the ball in the free agent offseason, has still yet to be signed. And so. people are starting to wonder, is it a personality issue with Bryce? Because in Washington at the Nationals, they did offer him a contract last year for $300 million guaranteed, and he didn't take it. And they said, okay, we're done with this guy. Like, he's obviously not interested. So, I just I think it'll be really interesting to see where he signs, what the deal is I worth. I saw
0: he is in the hunt for two teams right now. Okay. So, I Hit saw us with F- them. Philadelphia Phillies. Okay. Yep. And I saw the L.A. Dodgers. Now, the reason why, he said that he wants to be a Dodger. I did see, allegedly. Because he wants to live in L.A. Yeah, he wants to live in L.A., but here's the thing, dude. You should be smart and actually go in Philly. They're offering, you. it's the same money in both places, but if you, it's a higher living cost in California. I understand it's better weather for those games and everything. Yeah, but it's
1: peanuts for once you're making, like, if you're making an excess of, Three hundred million dollars. I don't think like the cost of living is going to be what I'm does saying, you in long term. No, but
0: I'm saying like <laughs> yeah. for me, that's what I'm saying is like mm-hmm. long term. I'd be living in Philly just because of the fact that I know I'll retain it in the long run. Yeah, like further down. I I really do see where you're coming from with LA, uh, but dude, don't sell yourself out for that. They just signed their center fielder, but they dropped their other two outfielders. So there's room on their roster for you in LA but I don't see that being in my opinion the real spot to be I mean it's a weaker division I believe because they you know what I mean right the, the NL
1: West um yeah.
0: the Braves are good now the
1: Nationals might be a lot of people are saying the Nationals might be better without uh, Bryce without him. and yeah. by the way
0: guys Bryce is actually like a stud so like he had a
1: bad season last year but other than that his career stats are Pretty good. Pretty
0: up there. Yeah. 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 So, and
1: he's only twenty five or twenty yeah, six. Twenty six. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's got some time still. Yeah. He he in theory should get better as he gets a little bit older until about thirty five. He yeah. should he for the next ten years he should be about set. Yeah. He Unless should be it's good. like
0: a career ending uh, injury, we do not wish that upon you or no. anything unforeseen like that.
1: No. But yeah, blow out a cleat
0: dude <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> we already saw with Zion? We don't need a repeat, 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 repeat. He's got the goods. <laughs> oh
1: man, uh, but yeah, I mean, we had to cover that because Irene. We'll we'll see next week. This time next week, if he's got a, a landing spot, because I think it it'll be something that we have to follow closely because it it affects the old league. It so, does, yeah. But speaking of the league, how about that Overwatch League week two? I want to get into that a little bit on the other side of this break. So, uh, you cool if I tell you what?
0: Yeah, bro. The beat, let the beat, let the beat, be Woo! hey, and welcome, yeah. and welcome, yeah. and welcome yeah. back to I'll, tell you I'll, I'll tell, tell you, I'll Tell You, I'll Tell, tell you, you What, what? Oh. <laughs> Yo, yo, uh, so we got uh Overwatch League, uh, in effect. Um, a few takeaways. You know, we've been making it rain over here with Atlanta. Yeah, yes, the pun yep. is intended on that.
1: R E I G N. <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs>
0: Very proud of them. They keep winning. They looking really good. I honestly thought they were gonna be shaken up, like in this league, especially mm-hmm. since they're in the Atlantic, which is with uh my favorite team. The Houston Outlaws yep, It turns yep, out Houston's yep. struggling any up. up Yeah hashtag Annie up bro I'm about that um, They've been struggling but Atlanta Has been dominant and just Showing that they are very resilient yes, Optimistic and just Ready for the future to come in And, and just shine bright
1: yes. in the league
0: I am very all for it I have no No real quarrel with them or anything Bad to say on them yeah. actually I've watched their matches They look pretty good yeah. overall so I
1: think the big thing right now with it being the beginning of this season, you have all these, this influx of new talent. So there's eight new teams I think we discussed before. And out of those eight, um, I believe six of them right now are in the top eight mm. of, of the whole league, which means they're beating teams that are established. And honestly, I believe that's because they're coming in with fresh – Mentality, and they're not as deterred whenever they're playing teams so, with more experience. So and it's harder
0: for people to adjust, and and it's just like we talked about with football too. Like your first season, you're gonna be real good. You know what I mean? We don't have tape good. on you. We yeah. do not know what you're gonna do. Right. So that that has an effect on it as well, guys. Yeah. Just on the flip of a coin. Yeah.
1: And, and then in and, and my, my second point to why these new teams are doing well is the new meta, which is just all being meta means is the, t- the characters that compose the teams of any given match are considered the best characters to play at that specific moment in that combination. So what that is is right now it's called goats or three and three. So you use three tanks and 3 healers Healers. and you go into a match with a big health pool because tanks means that they have a lot more HP uh, which means they can take more more damage and they can actually put out a lot of damage in a small area up close and personal and then you also have those 3 healers to continually heal them so even if they do get low, they have such big health pools that you can heal up one individually really fast if all three healers yeah, were to focus on. Focusing it. on you. so and that really benefits some of these newer teams because a lot of them were in what's called the Contenders League or mm-hmm. the Miners mm-hmm. for the actual Overwatch League. And that's where this strategy was birthed. Wow. So I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's why a lot of these teams have been playing it for a little bit longer. So they're and better at it. They're slightly better at it, and in the original Overwatch League teams, they're almost in a bubble by themselves because no one will play, like plays with them because they don't want to give away any of their strategies. Ooh, so, good point. Good point. So they're like a lot of them have obviously practiced goats. Like you can tell, they, they like it, the yeah. NYXL. Like a lot of the Korean teams, the Korean dominated uh, teams are very well versed in it because they just. Doggedly practice everything all the time.
0: And speaking on that, so NY Excelsior played the Houston Outlaws last past weekend.
1: On Sunday, like one of the last matches of the weekend.
0: Yeah, and it was a schnitzel. (laughs) Schnitzel. holy schnitzel. (laughs) For the Houston Outlaws. Jake was clearly frustrated playing them. So New York has this setup that they can do. Where they use three ultimate combos. Usually, when I play with Kyle, we use a two ult mm-hmm. combo yeah. on people. They did a three, and it was they nuts. use
1: all three of their tanks. Yeah, to do, they I've use their ultimate abilities at the same never
0: time. Never ever seen it. Yeah, never seen it just like work so efficiently. Mm-hmm for a group of people you know what i mean like that there was no response like i I just you know like as a player i felt for them because i was like dude 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 you know what i mean like like it was like oh now we're stuck to the left up now we're going right (laughs) up now we're on our feet you know what i mean like you you were just stuck the whole time
1: but the thing that i will say for the outlaws that they should really hold their heads up up for is when they did switch to their uh heavy damage compositions where they were some of the swifter, faster, more damage dealing players or characters. They they, they actually were outplaying Excelsior by a pretty large margin. They they took the first uh control point easily with that competition on on the first match and then on their very last one on route 66, they overtook the the Excelsior pretty much instantly uh, overtook them in that defense because they ran something different. And I think that's something that maybe they need to stick to. And I will say I'll give them credit because they did this when we were saying Lynxer wasn't playing well. They adjusted and they put in the players that can play, you know, a little bit more effectively. So now I need them to do that one more time and not crumple under the pressure of, we have to play GOATS, we have to play this three tank, three healer composition. No. Go out on a limb because obviously that's not your strong suit and you need to play what you're good at.
0: And this is my final thought. The sad part is, guys, is that when you watch the match, the crowd was literally
1: booing. They booed when the the Houston Outlaws switched back to the GOATS composition because they were like, no, No. you are not good at that. Play what you were actually winning by Mm -hmm. doing something different. So, you're right about that. Uh, yeah.
0: Um, but that's all I got for this week, guys. Yeah, uh, man. I hope, I wish nothing but best. The ceiling, <laughs> ceiling is the roof for Houston <laughs> Outlaws. Absolutely. And Atlanta rain. Uh, we'll hit you up next week, guys. Kyle's going to be uh, out catching some snow this weekend. So, yep. I hope he puts some suntan lotion on because we don't need him to be out bino no no
1: (laughs) i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna get some you know some sunscreen on just just go out there and have fun i I love snowboarding so that'll be a good time and i'll try and definitely catch some some of our good sporting events and keep everybody in the loop but yeah it was good it was real y'all uh we'll catch you next week on
0: i'll I'll
1: tell you what. what